podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome, lovely listeners, to the Anfield Index podcast, the home of entertaining chat about the six times champions of Europe. It is episode 243. I'm Trent Denny, podcasting to you from beautiful rural Ireland, and I'm joined by Carl Kopak, the Cambridge, in the background by Guy Drinkle. Uh, we have had some technical issues on my end here, so hopefully uh, everything will stay together for the foreseeable, um, and you'll a show out of this, um, I may well lose the rule of myself because I've got echo um, in the background here constantly. So if I sound, seem a bit more distracted, forgive me. Uh, during the week, we had some interesting things happening, and anything to distract from the non event that's uh, LFC news at the moment. Um, by far, the highlight of my week was the oddness. That was Joe Pesci rapping. And I wanted to share that with you. If you've followed me on Twitter during the week, you may have seen this. I posted it yesterday. My God, it's an amazing thing. I'm going to play about maybe a minute, 20 seconds of Joe Pesci rapping. Just again, Joe Pesci rapping. This is from 1998. It's uh, got a video which features Joe Pesci and supermodels. Uh, it's a remarkable thing. Uh, it's called Wise Go. And here are the first minute 20 seconds. Of. say after that so there it is that's that's just extraordinary that is extraordinary and it goes on and the video itself is a remarkable thing he's got linda evangelista and naomi what's her name um campbell, campbell either side of him in very fetching bikinis and he's just mincing about 
It's it's a remarkable thing. Uh, I heard their father was at stocks and bonds, so I whacked them both and left them in a pond. Yeah, yeah, that was my favourite line actually. That's just it's just incredible stuff, and, and the fact that that exists was was totally news to me as well. So let's not share that with you. I had to get the show. There, there, there's a, there's another one of these, Trev. Actually, um, and oh. I'm a I'm a big Ramones fan. Right. Um, D.D. Ramone, the bass player of the Ramones, one of the greatest bass players ever. He did a hip hop album. You are kidding. Yeah, which I'm trying to find. I've been trying to find it for ages. Unless you look for it today, actually, in a record shop. Well, if you do find that, let let me let me link me up because that sounds like a remarkable thing. But I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll put the I'll put the cover on the on the Instagram. Yes, lovely, 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 lovely. So, Carl, apart from um, um, being quite shocked at um, Joe Pesci's uh, rap stylings, uh, what have you got to start us off with this week? I've um, I found it uh, on I found the screenplay. Um, uh, and I just thought I'd read out the introduction to it. Sounds really interesting. You ready for this? <laughs> yes. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So basically it's written as a, as a TV treatment, so it's, it's stage directions. Black screen. We hear the low rumble of a motorcycle's tyres scratch against gravel as the image fades up. Dust. Bed golden by the sun. The roar groans as the pebbles crunch below. A tyre revs into shot as the bike comes to a sudden stop. The camera pulls back and we see a leather boot kick out the balancer thing. We hear a sigh. We pan up over boots, diesel jeans, an open to the navel smock shirt, numerous necklaces. And finally, as the helmet is removed, the tanned contours of Detective Inspector Downey side. He blinks into the sun. The frame freezes as a, catch- as a caption comes up. Pancho. It fades as we're aware of a second figure climbing off the chopper behind him. This man is squat with awful facial hair. He looks at Pancho with ill-disguised awe. His name is Cortez, and he is definitely not part of the San Francisco Police Department. <laughs> Grit. Cor- Cor- Cortez. Senior Downeyside. Why we stop here? The camera zooms to Pancho in tight focus. Can't you smell it, Cortez, my old friend? Smell what, senor? Crime. The putrid stench of corruption. And we're here to clean up the city once and for all. Titles. CSI Downey side. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Oh, I, I love that I've got a sidekick, mate. The side- oh, yeah, Cortez, yeah. What, 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 I'm, I'm loving Cortez. I'm already in my head, Cortez looks a little bit like your buddy. Um, uh, well, of course, I didn't write it, but you know, um, you know, uh, who I put is Pachanga from um, Ah, yeah, yeah. Carlito's Way. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Luis Guzman's character. Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, love yeah. It. I love it. I love it. Love it. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, I can't wait. For I'll next. see if I can find another one of those next week. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Have a little dig. Have yeah. a you find out. Uh, that that was truly a remarkable um, uh, piece of uh, audio. Uh, Cam, yes. Well, what have you got to start us off with? Well, I can't stop that, can I? Um, that will, <laughs> I, I will certainly try. <laughs> I woke up one morning to find I was famous. Bought a white Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, and drove down Sunset Boulevard wearing a dark specs and a white suit waving like the Queen Mum. Nobody took any fucking notice. 
but I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Huh. That's not that's not Pancho as well, is it? Not your buddy. No. Um, that was a uh, Peter O'Toole, who was born today in 1932. Oh, is he okay? I love Peter O'Toole. Uh, I've, got, I've got a Peter O'Toole. I've got a Peter O'Toole anecdote. Lay it on us. It's um, he's uh, uh, he, he's basically he was, he was in a uh, he was in a pub getting hammered and, and loads of people were coming over asking for his uh, autograph and uh, he was there for a few hours and um, he's in about ten people and he said oh come on let, let, me, let me get you let, let's go to the theatre let me get you in the theatre let, let's go in together so I'll get you in don't worry so they're all sitting in the theatre all quite drunk all paid for by Peter O'Toole he's just met these bunch of strangers and um, when the play is going on he turns to the ball and says this bit's really good this is where I come on oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fantastic. <laughs> there was a time when you couldn't get a, a chat show that didn't have one of uh, him or Harris or Burton on talking about their great tales of being pissed up all across the world whilst pissed up on the 70s chat show. Uh, I uh, absolutely. Or, or, or Brian Blessed. Or Brian Blessed. Or, or Ollie Reed. Brian Blessed is yeah, his best mate, wasn't he? God bless him, was his best mate. Yeah, well, actually, actually, Ollie Reed, uh, that, there's a whole different kettle of fish. But I would actually recommend if you have a bit of time for a YouTube uh, dive to have a look at um, Peter O'Toole and, and Richard Harris interviews over here. They're just incredible on various chat shows. Uh, we have loads of questions from um, Twitter uh, from people who listen to the show or at least follow the Twitter account and uh, supply questions so that we don't have to deal with the non-entity that is um, football at the moment. Um, there are two things, though, that I want to put to you start to get that out of the way, our football content. And again, it will be at your discretion how long this lasts and how quickly we get to the questions from uh, Twitter. So One word answers, Carl. One word answers. <laughs> okay. Well, you okay. This, this will have to be multiple words, this first one, alas. Um, it is basically, um, from what you've seen, and I know that um, we've uh, grumbled about but watched some of the preseason. If you had to, given what we know now, given how uh, we're set up, um, given your importance or not that you place upon the game on Sunday, um, what I want you to do is tell me what team you would pick for this game against Manchester City. A little bit ramped up today, a little bit of uh, needle coming into it um, with uh, Mr. Guardiola um, being a bit indignant um, about what Jurgen was saying about um, the spending that City are capable of doing. So there's a tiny little bit of needle creeping into it. I still don't give a shite. To me, it's all about Norwich, to be honest. But yeah, it is. I don't know where, where you guys are on it. And I don't know really in terms of um, whether certain people will need a run out. We saw some of the boys who came back late getting a run out uh, last night. Um, so that's something, but they're not going to be ready yet. So Cam, what does your team look like for the weekend against City? Um, starting 11 would be my starting 11 that I could go with against Norwich. Um, and I, I agree. Give, and give them, say, an hour, send five minutes, um, depending on however you want to build their fitness up. So um, I don't know how long 
Bobby and Mo played at, and Naby played at the weekend. I'm assuming they got a half, did they? Or was it less than that? Well, it was, it was last night, right? Um, it was the, the game against Leon was Wednesday. Leon, yeah. 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 So yeah. they, they, they got some time. Yeah. They got some time. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't switch it on till 60 minutes. So I didn't know, I don't know how long, how long they had in that game. So, uh, like, was uh, it around 70 that he brought on 11 new players? It, it was about, it was about 60 minutes just after yeah. the Wilson goal. It was about, he, he changed the whole 11 over, but, yeah. um, I didn't notice who went off and who came on sort of thing. So. So you, uh, you would you would go with as close to the the the, the team against Norwich. That's very interesting. I'm glad I asked this. Yeah, I heard it's, it's more about trying to get you know that understanding developed as quickly as possible again for Norwich because that is obviously the most the most important game we we've, we've got next. It's well, not Sunday. It's not um what is it? Sunday's the last game we've got, isn't it? Before Norwich. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I would go as close as to the starting eleven as he's going to pick for Norwich. I mean, whatever that's going to be, it's all depending on um, where the the match sharpness is and how well, many that's, minutes. That, that, that's that's interesting. We can go sideways uh, out of what, what you've uh, put down so far to Carol in terms of. Let's be honest; it's probably going to be the back five. Um, they seem to be good to go. Um, and it's probably going to be, uh, if, if, if we're taking Cam's logic and I heard you not, uh, sort of, uh, concurring there, it's probably going to be Mo and Bobby. Uh, uh, then you've got the midfield and the third forward position nominally, I suppose, are the ones that are for grabs. So who, who, who would be involved for you, Carl? I'd like to see Fabino, Henderson, Chamberlain, and top left, Divock. Yeah, I think that's going to be close to it, right? I think that's going to be very. Yeah, I think so. Um, the, the, there's there's probably a high likelihood uh, that maybe we see Jimmy Milner instead of um, Oxley Chamberlain um, on the first day of the season and at the weekend, just because yeah. he's played a lot of preseason and Ox's form, from what I can see, has been very patchy in preseason. Um, he's probably, you know got a lot to do to get back even still to where yeah. it needs to be. But yeah, um but basically you, you it's it's Divock for you that's likely. Um, yeah, I think so. I think he deserves it. He, he did he did a bit last season, so Fab and Hendo, maybe Ginny, no? Uh they're not gonna get on anyway, aren't they? So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But um I think Henderson will start against Norwich anyway, so I think he might just give Chamberlain a run out for this one. Well, you know, because he missed the final and, it, and it's Wembley, you know, so that sort of thing. I've heard Jurgen refer to it as the first proper game, you know, and I don't know if he's fooling anyone in terms of it being a proper game. I think everybody's got their eyes on I, that. I think if it was Barnsley, he wouldn't. I think it's because it's City and he might want to make a statement. Yes. Uh, now, given that he might want to make a statement, um, given that City um, will want to do likewise, uh, very much so, Um and given some of the tonkings that we've gotten um, in the preseason, and some fairly wretched uh, uh, football getting played, and uh, you know, and an awful lot of people, um, I think, falsely being given abuse for getting too upset about preseason, it's not really the results or anything like that. It's more the standard of of, of football that was getting played uh, on occasion was fairly horrendous. Um, that statement, I mean, I could see that being a very cagey sort of an affair. 
this the, the this game on Sunday. I won't probably see it. I'll be honest with you. I'll be away for it, and I'll be away for the first game of the season. And the only game of the season I missed last year was done fucking brain tourism again. Uh, was City, um, and I shouldn't watch that because we fucking lost. So I will make a point of getting to a TV to see Norwich. I don't know if I can be arsed going out of my way uh, to do that on Sunday. I just don't care, Cam. I mean, does it bother you one way or the other? I, I'll be very, very capable of justifying whatever result happens in the day. Um, if I was at home, I'd watch it. Um, but as I'm working, I won't. Um, I could watch it, try and watch it while I'm out and about. But I'm not going to make an effort to do so. It's um, it, For me, it's just another workout, just to get the the fitness levels up and the understanding of it. It's a result that doesn't mean a thing. Does it? What, just to play a devil's advocate against myself here, would it be an awful thing, um, as in the moralizing thing, if we were to be on the end of a 3-0 or a 4-0 like we were recently in pre-season? No. It wouldn't? No. No, why would it? Because, because, that's, that, because that's not going to mean anything when we come to play Norwich on Friday. Yeah. It, it, I mean... Is it going to psychologically scar us when we come and play City next? No, because the, the, everything is going to be different at that point. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I don't think I'd like that. I wouldn't like to be on the end of anything heavy. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't say I would, I'd want it, but would yeah. it ultimately matter? No. That That's, you know, I mean, did it matter that we got hammered by Napoli the other day? Right. Well, yeah. we're, 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 nobody's talking about our defeat to Napoli now, are they? Uh, you'll find there's plenty of people talking about our defeat to well, Napoli. No, then they're idiots. Yeah, there's plenty of people having a good old cry about that. Uh, and there's plenty of people having a good old cry about lots of things. The main thing that people are having a, a, a moan about, justifiably in my opinion, um, people taking it over the top, of course, and other people being far too indignant and smug in their... Uh, just relax, um, we'll be fine. Uh, stance that's equally annoying. There's a there's a point to be made that we all like to have seen um, some new players coming in. And on that point, we hear uh, in the rumor mill today that apparently Barcelona have a loan deal secured with an option to buy for Mr. Coutinho uh, with a Premier League club, and it's as vague as that. Um, we don't know who it is, um, and we don't even know if that's true. It could be bullshit, but it's a strange one to be putting out there um, if it's not true. I if, if I can, if I can paraphrase, paraphrase um, George Best talking about Tommy Doherty. If Barcelona said good morning, I'd go to the window and check before I believe them. Yeah, well, there you go. That's that's that, that. I absolutely agree with you on that. But as a hypothetical, it's an interesting one. I wanted to put it to you as the second of my two football things. It's a very simple question. If the club was in a position, if you were the per- the person in the position at the club to pull the trigger on this deal, uh, were it to be a possibility, would you do it? Simple as that. Would you do it? Uh, Coutinho, available on a loan for a season, would you do it? Um, Cam? Yes. You would. Okay. Carl? <sighs> Head, head heart, isn't it? It's head yeah. heart. Yes. We haven't bought anyone, so yeah, probably a would. Yeah. But he's not getting any, he's not getting any words out of me from the terraces. Well, he might get a few actually. 
but not the ones he wants. I, I, I think, I think, you, I think you put your finger out there. It is very much head and heart because obviously a class talent, proven. We know how good he is. It would be a massively valuable addition, just logically speaking. But again, I think an awful lot of people are a bit stung uh, at the uh, at the, the the departure and all that type of thing. So yeah, there will be there would be an interesting one. I mean, at this stage, I know I, I, uh, Camo's. I don't, think, I don't think it will happen. I don't think it will happen. No, no, it's not going to happen. Well, because Klopp basically. Well, yeah, the manager said, "Look, we tried everything." He said, "No, so fuck it." That's pretty much what he meant, anyway. Yes, and, and then there was also talk about how he doesn't actually work within the pressing, the gag and pressing that the clock requires. He hasn't got the energy levels to do it. He hasn't got the whatever it is to fulfil the role that is required. And it's no coincidence that we are actually, as a team, we are actually more productive in our terms of goal scoring and our defensive capabilities. Obviously, things have have changed a lot since Phil left, but they have changed. Do you know? Do you know? It'd be you... funny though. I think. I think it'd be funny if we if we if we do buy him, uh, we leave him on the bench for the entire season. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that, that is a waste of money then as well because we would be paying part of his wages. It is, of course. Yeah, but yeah. it would make me laugh a lot. And you know, and, and you see like Ben Woodburn getting on instead of him or something like that. Then That'd you know like... where the Melwood money has gone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I've got things about that as well. I've got one or two sentimental types saying that they, they were quite good about the, the Melwood sale. I mean, uh, onwards and upwards would be my take on it. But um, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the new facility is obviously going to be excellent, and I wouldn't see any massive issue with it. But I do understand the whole tradition, um, uh, piece of tradition being being uh, sold off quite literally. I mean, any strong thoughts on that one way or the other? I've got plenty. Oh, good. My mum lives around the corner from the ground, and I told her about it. And she's been saying this for a while. She said, they keep building all these new houses in West Derby, but the area doesn't have the infrastructure for more housing. It's like, you know, there's only like one, one doctor's surgery. I don't know how much of this is true. But I'm, I'm not from there, but um, she, she just said, yeah, um, all the land they're going to get to put away there, I just don't see how the area is going to cope with like what is basically going to be an entire estate of houses when the area is already oversubscribed in terms of shops and things like that. It's quite a quiet area of West Derby. Um, and uh, uh, there's Lazar Knight Paul, um, who I've been in a match with a few times, and he, he, he said, made a good point. He said, why they, the club don't meet, need 10 million quid. Why don't they just do something with LSC ladies or build another academy there for kids or do something for the area? So we really need to spend 10, 10 million pounds to take 10 million pounds off somebody. Yeah, the kids are going to be training at the main academy now at Kirkby. So that, that's, well, you know, happen. just, just, just in general, you know. Yeah. No, but what, what they, they should do is I know they've given the, the Melwood has been sold to uh, a company that specializes in affordable housing and yeah. uh, socially responsible housing, however you want to look at it. Maybe they then also need to look at like you said, the infrastructure and look at building a doctor's surgery within there and look at maybe building a school within there. Maybe look at building uh, a supermarket or some shops or, you know, to help. There's, there's a, there's a, te- there's a Tesco is pretty much next door, but and it's a right. big one. Okay. But, so um, then, I, I can only take this off my mom. My mom said she was very yeah. surprised at that. Cause but then that's what they need to look at, don't they? They need to look at the infrastructure yeah, yeah. Uh, and what it is. What does the area require rather than think, let's just stick up another, 
5,000 houses. That's not going to yeah. help, like you say. So it's about being responsible. But the club had to do something with it. You say, you know, uh, it's only 10 million that the club don't need it, but 10 million is still 10 million. You know, it's a business. The football is now a business. It's a sentiment to a certain extent has gone out the window. And you, we case, want stop, 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 in that but case, we stop want training on sentiment. Yeah, but we want we problem, want signings. We my... want signings, and signings are now governed by business. They're not government. You don't do signings on sentiment. Hence, why I'd say take Phil Coutinho. Well, well, also you can't buy anyone for ten million. So well, I know the Andy Marlow thing and everything, but you, yeah, but you it know, helps. It's, it's... It, it pays. It, it pays wages. It pays. It all counts. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't. The area comes first, but. The club has tried to do something by selling it to a risk. If you look at who they've yeah, sold yeah, it to, I get, I get rather, that, yeah. rather than go and sell it to Redwood Homes, for example, who don't yeah. care about the area then, or don't care about responsible and, you know, uh, housing projects, they're trying to do it with somebody who has got that ethos. So they've tried to do their bit. It's now up to, I think, I think it's Taurus, the name of the company, uh, or something like that. It's now up to them to work with the locals. And say, right, how can we help improve your area? Carl has deleted this comment based on legal ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have views about construction companies and Liverpool. <laughs> Best not get into that, Trev. I was going to say that's a that's a that's a, a, a dark alley. We could uh, we could probably do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, basically, that's us with football, then, lads. Unless there's something else you want to talk about, and then uh, we have quite a lot of uh, um, questions that were sent in. And you guys said that you didn't really want to be giving a heads up about them in advance. I don't know if you follow them on Twitter or not. I don't know if you kept kept an eye on them. So there's quite a few bits and pieces here that we can go through. Uh, and if at any stage you get a little bit um, sort of sentimental, I want to start talking about football again. It's fine. Don't 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 feel bad about it. Um, well, I was going to say, can we talk about our new signing? Yeah. Okay, that's done now. On to the questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's your analysis right there. Uh, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Gagstown still thinks something will be done before the transfer deadline. Um, I saw him say that. We're not signing Gags. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, a new mascot. Gags remains defiant, and I see, uh, I see uh, a certain uh, gentleman still has Bruno Fernandes as his uh, ABI. Uh, so there's hope. Hope springs eternal. That's hope springs eternal. Uh, the first of our questions um, was one that I had intended to ask you last week, and never got round to it. Um, and it wasn't from anyone in particular. It's one that I had on a list here for ages, and it was because I think we'd been speaking. I'm a bit of a Bit of a laugh about um, some of the things Harinder was doing um, to my face um, uh, with uh, with uh, Donald Trump's hair. Uh, it's it is, it is a hor- it's nice to have a haircut. No, it's horrendous, man. I, I love my. I'm very fond of my my, my dome. Um, it, it's it's traumatizing every time I see that. Um, but anyway. I did want to ask you, um, it was a question that came in from someone, someone ages ago, and it's anonymous now, so apologies, but I don't know who, who it came from. And it was basically, which of us do you think, uh, Mr. Drinkle included, would make the best president? And why? Stand aside. <laughs> <laughs> I do you want one man for the job. 
you, that's only one man for the job. If you're going to back yourself, you, you have to you have to give the the why part, uh, uh, Mr. Kapak. What why what would make you um, presidential material? Right, because of the sheer strict amount of laws I've got going on, which are numerous. One, anyone who calls himself mummy over the age of thirty should be arrested. Uh, anyone who says whoop or does that raising the roof gesture thing. Anyone who uses the word party as a verb, um, there's, a, there's a whole list of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Comeback 2020 is off to a flyer here. <laughs> I'm uh, on question time next week. I, I, isn't, it, isn't it strange, given what we spoke about last week, that your uh, manifesto seems to be based around curmudgeonliness? Uh, uh, what a surprise. What a surprise. Language. I'd, I'd say language. Yeah. language yeah you're you're a grammar stickler like uh like like big jacob is that what you're telling us yeah yeah <laughs> I, I want the return of the oxford of the oxford comma yes i'm all for that yes, yes. um if you think if you think you're gonna I, get get me using a squire um like mog wants us to i'm afraid that's not gonna happen. yeah um, where, where, where do you stand on the word whilst i'm i'm a fan of whilst Whilst I'm oh, waiting for you to, to uh, finish your sentence. Say again, Cam? Oh, not honestly. No, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> wild, wasn't it? Wild. Not oh. wild, yeah. That's how you ruin it, don't you? Yeah. Well, oh. Well, just, just feel sick. Pause there for a second, uh, uh, Carl, whilst I ask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cam, who do you, which of us do you think would make the best president? Oh, oh, which out of all of us? Yeah, Brinkle. Carl's backed himself. So, we, who, who, who do you think? Brinkle. I I agree, I, and I've got a very specific reason why. But go ahead. What, get, get, you have to explain. Um, his food and musical choices. The nation would just well. Be so I'd go for half of that. Yeah. You you, you no deal on carveries. <laughs> this is the type of Buff, buffet carvery. This is is, uh, is, cultural, is, cultural uh, leanings we need is is is, uh, is, is Mr. Guy Drinkles. Uh, think about it, yeah. For the, for the last how many ever years, the governments just haven't kept the people happy. It's not worked. Yeah. All these laws and rules and regulations and ferry crossings and ships giving contracts to ship companies that have ships and whatever. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked. Drinkle, man of the people, keep them happy. Christ. <laughs> I, I, oh, I think if you come, if you would care to read out uh, Mr. Drinkle's latest contribution to the chat box, I think it may just give a flavour of what. Uh, it's perfect. Book. It's just perfect. Go ahead, read that, please. Official bank holiday, S Club party day. I mean, just, just think of the, the merriment in the streets. Remarkable stuff. Remarkable. Some, some, some streets, not all. All, all. It, it would be compulsory. It would be law. I'd be sat inside. Oh, you wouldn't. I'd be furious. I'd be, be shocked if you were inside. Yeah, I'd be out reveling in the um, 20 foot uh, high posters of S Club Rachel, to be honest. Oh, well, there, there is that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, 
<laughs> oh God, he's he's all over this. He's all over this. Right. So our first, <laughs> our first question proper is uh, from uh, Colonel and Colonel. It's a family show, mate. I can't ask that question. I just can't ask it. Was that the last one you had today? Uh, yes. The cake. It, yeah, the cake one, yes. Yeah, God, no. It's, it's, it's a family show. We, we, we have little kitties who listen to this, theoretically. Uh, next one, then, uh, in order. These are uh, the most recent um, I'm, uh, I'm coming to first. So this is from Ari. And he says this is an easy one for everybody. He wants to know what is the most memorable phrase from a movie? Um, for example, uh, is it safe? Uh, is one that comes to mind for him. Um, and he mentions, you know, uh, why do you spill your beans that might come, uh, become one in the future? I don't know if you've seen this, um, but there's uh, a new movie out by a guy called Robert Eggers who made The Witch, uh, and it's called The Lighthouse. It's got uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Just watch the trailer. It looks incredible. It looks like it's going to be fantastic. Uh, and that has a catchphrase already. So your most memorable phrase from a movie. And bear in mind, you did say you didn't want to know these in advance. So you can't complain about not having time to think. So off the top of your head, your most memorable phrase from a movie. Go ahead, punk. Make my day. That's good. That's good. And we had a Clint Eastwood. But does he say that though? Oh God, don't don't be like that. He, he, does, he doesn't exactly. It's just like playing against Sam. He never says that. No, he doesn't say it like that. He, he says he he he, he says. Oh, I, You've got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel do I feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk do you feel? Like yeah. Do you, feel, do you feel lucky, punk? Something like yeah. that, isn't it? He, but, you he, know. Says, he, he says you've just got to ask yourself: Do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Yeah. That's how it comes out, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, anyway, whatever way, it, it works. It's a memorable one. Carl, what about yourself? Uh, I, I've always had a lot of time for I've got I got the bullets from um, Rebel Without Cause. I've always liked that. I've always liked, um, I'm going to make an offer he can't refuse um, for obvious reasons because it's just an incredible film. But it's, it's got to be you talking to me just because it's my favourite film of all time. Yeah, There's no one else here. Else you do do like that. I do like that. Yeah, it's a good shit. I don't know why, right? For for all my uh, silly ass tendencies, the for, the only one that came to my mind when I read Ari's question was there is no spoon from the Matrix because I always kind of like that. It stayed in my mind. Uh, next question is from Nick, and he says, "If you woke up one day and you weren't in your body anymore, um, but you're actually." one of the other AI crew, which I suppose means the whole extended AI gang. Who would you like to be and why? So and I'm going to say it's for a day, right? For a day, you get to be somebody connected to AI. Who would it be? That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, once, once, once again, I feel nauseous. <laughs> I, I, there's a bucket over here. I'm just going to it now. Yeah, there's, there's another. There's an obvious answer. The obvious answer is Guy Drinkle. The yeah, that's night. gonna be a that's gonna be a strange place to occupy, isn't it? That I I I I'd, I'd happily I'd happily uh, experience uh, uh, drink a life for a day. That'd be great crack for me. 
I think that's great. It's a lot of carbs. It's, it's going to ha- it's going to happen anyway. Once he's president, you will be drunk on life. That's yeah, true. That's true. Good crossover. That's a good crossover question, Nick. I think you really just 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 think of the Yorkshire puddings involved every day. Yes, that's glorious. I can eat carbs again. Lovely. <laughs> I, 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 I think, Nick, you've genuinely disturbed both Carla and Cam there. Uh, yeah, I don't feel very much. well. <laughs> Neither of them. I can, I can tell there's a sort of edgy awkwardness to them, which I'm really uh, reveling in. Uh, Nick has a, a, a further follow-on uh, uh, to, to, the, to his question there. It's not really connected. Um, he says, which of you, that's us, would look best in drag? I do like this question. Oh, I, I, that would be complex. Brains. You, you, you listen, 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 I'm the obvious answer for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Because, well, you know, kimonos and tight pants and everything else that goes with that. So. Bright red that, trousers, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's the obvious answer. But the right answer here is Copac on his shoulders. Yeah, that's true. He's perfect. He's perfect for drag. Absolutely perfect. I, I, I do, I do fill a doorway up quite easily. There you go, you see. I'm, I'm, I'm quite a broad-shouldered man. So hang on, what, why does that work with drag? Just explain. Because drag's not supposed to look female, is it? It's supposed to look like a man dressed as a woman. Right. Not like a woman. It's supposed to look like a man dressed like a woman. I'm not sure how that works, but I do think... Well, you know, a dra- you know someone... If you see a drag queen, you know they're a man. Dressed as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could probably, you know, I've got the legs, I must admit, you know, shave them, you know, I might. Yeah. But no, Copac is the man. Yeah. I've, I've heard Nina Kaiser say that you've got good pins. All right. Uh, so I mean, that, that would be a big part of any outfit. Well, I just have to make a little case for myself here. I think about 20 years ago, I um, was bored and, and oh, here we go. Here we go. I did allow, I did allow my, um, my girlfriend at the time to put makeup on me and I look quite nice. But, but wait, but, but did you put any clothing on as well to, to mm-hmm. see how it actually works? No, I just, it was just, you I was lying. I just looked you very, did. I was very, you, you I feel, stood I there really in the mirror, didn't you? No, no, I, I was and, like, you, and you did a little twirl. Yeah. Little pirouette. <laughs> Come on. I think it was pretty anyway. Uh, so uh, our next question, our next question. Again, Nick, you've done some great work here because between you and I, I think we've thoroughly, thoroughly discombobulated Carl Kovac. And that's a, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, Sai, <clears throat> uh, happy horse on Twitter says, uh, he's going to Berlin for the first time next week. Huh? Interesting. Really? Yeah. Uh, he says, any tips? Any tips? So, um, as a man. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, say hello. I'm in Berlin next week. So what it, what is it exactly that you've earmarked to do? So I si might um, uh, have a little bit of a, a, a checklist. Uh, I'm going to see Checkpoint Charlie on the first day, I think. I'm going to do the Reichsteigen, the Brandenburg Gate, etc. I don't know about the Führerbunker. I'm still a bit dodgy about that, but I probably will because, you know, well, when I'm there not, as well. It's not there. You know that. You'll be all right. I'm just making sure. I'm, I just want to report on these things, to be honest. I, I will be prodding the ground and see if you know, there's anything hollow beneath. You know, um, but, yeah. but the, the big thing for me is it's the Bowie stuff. I'm going to go to the Bowie section. 
you know the um the skull that they uh claimed was Hitler's was actually yeah. female, it was actually female skull and yeah. I, Hitler absolutely along with so many others probably lived to a ripe old age in South America in my opinion but anyway oh god here we go we'll come back, we'll come back to that. so god yeah. it's, it's conspiracy theory down here again it's, it's true man you know they never landed on the moon oh for god's sake did you know did you know that on the day of the second day or third day of the moon landing when they were out doing their walk on the moon right which obviously they definitely did right on that day a russian spacecraft unmanned crashed into the moon and nobody yeah, knows i didn't know that i did not know that it was mental i did when, when, when I discovered that a couple of fucking weeks ago, I was totally taken back. That's mental. And that it's not common knowledge, it's mental. But yeah. anyway, so, so, so Bowie stuff, uh, Reichstag, uh, Brandenburg Gates, uh, Point Charlie. Yeah. So basically the, the tourist greatest hits plus the Bowie stuff for you. What is the Bowie stuff? Pl- 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 well, Bowie lived there from, I'd say, late 76 to late 77 when he did Low in Heroes. And he went to Berlin because, um, basically because he was just doing too, too much coke and, uh, he had to sort of sort his life out again. So he basically wanted to live somewhere nice and nondescript because obviously he lived in the sort of, um, right by the wall and, uh, he just wanted to sort of just play synths and stuff. So he lived with Iggy Pop for a while. And for a while, he just played keyboards with the pop bands without anyone knowing it was Bowie. And then he recorded Low, which has got um, sound and vision on it, uh, and Heroes. I do love the stories. Which, of, which, which isn't bad. Yeah. I do love the stories about Iggy and, and Bowie living together. I mean, can you imagine that gaff? That is incredible. Well, they, well they, they were trying to get off drugs together. Yeah. That was the plan. <laughs> trying. It's the operative and that's, and, and that's, a, that's a sitcom I want to watch right now. Absolutely. That's the men behaving badly we deserve. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, next question is uh, from, oh, sorry, Cam, unless you've got any Berlin tips for side here. Another thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephen uh, asks, uh, he says, I've been down a Graham Hancock rabbit hole these past few weeks. Um, tremendously interesting man, in my opinion. But anyway, Graham's big into ancient civilizations and their origins. Uh, alternative history, that type of thing. So he wants to know, what is your favorite ancient civilization and favorite ancient monument? And obviously, you need a reason. So favorite ancient civilization and favorite ancient monument. Um, to define ancient. Well, I mean, like, before the 60s. Pre-Christ. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 let's let's go with uh, let's go with you know um, BC type thing um, or BC or whatever they call it these days. I, 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 I'll go with I'll go with the Mayans because the way they troll the entire world. But oh, Jesus Christ, really fucking amazing. That's just amazing. He's, he's totally gone this week, listeners. He's totally gone this week. They, they, they basically made everyone think the world's going to end twenty twelve. That's tremendous work. Tremendous work. It's a, a long con of the highest order. So I'm going with my. I was going to say, how did, how did they get on? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying it and thinking, oh, a date, that's quite close. Yeah, but 
about what about you then, Carl? Seeing as you're you're, you're throwing shade at my mind, yeah. it's got it's got to be the Romans, isn't it? It's got to be the Romans. I mean, they 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 basically set up Western civilization. Um, we're still doing lots of stuff that the Romans did today. Um, uh, but as for monuments, I don't think I'd go. I mean, I do like uh, the Forum in Rome when I went last year. That was amazing. Um, and the Colosseum. But um, big fan of Stonehenge, you know. I do like Stonehenge. Because it, it, just, it just looks nuts when you're there. It's really weird. Is there a strange sort of feel about it when you're there? Well, yeah, it's, it's not that so much. It's the fact that it's so desolate and it's next to a major road, yeah. which is really odd. Yeah. Um, and have you had to think about the moss? Actually, I, I don't think I'd uh, tell you this. There's a weird thing that um, there's a moss that grows on the stones and it only it's a moss that only grows by the sea. But for some reason, it does in Wiltshire, like 100 miles inland or wherever it is. It's really strange. I had not heard that. That's good. That's the type of thing I love. Uh, yeah. So Stonehenge. OK, uh, uh, Cam, what about you? Ancient civilization and monument. Yeah. So sorry, I'm going to muller muller this because um, I can't say the pronunciation correctly for the monument would be Machu Picchu. Oh yeah. You've got that it. that fascinates me how how it, they built it up there. That really, really fascinates me. Um civilization, um Romans was a good chat from Carl, but I'd say Greeks. I think they they they, 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 they had a bit going on as well. They they did a few things. They did a couple of things, yeah. So yeah. Um, or and even the Egyptians. Yeah, philosophical bastards, the Greeks. Um, I say, yeah, it's a, it's a good shed. I, I, I would have thought, I thought you'd all go, I thought Egypt would have been the, the obvious choice for everybody. And Well, that's also the, the, the birthplace of astronomy as well. Ptolemy and things like that is, uh, is Egyptian. Yeah, so again, another reason why I thought you'd have gone with that one. I don't know if you've, if you've ever seen, um, Gebekli Tepe in Turkey or read anything about it, but that is a monument that everybody needs to check out. Unfortunately, the Turks won't allow people to excavate it, even though it looks like it's the oldest monument in the world. Uh, oh, okay. That's so, the, the, what's that uh, forbidden army in China? That's a monument, oh, isn't it? The terracotta, terracotta. Yeah, terracotta. Yeah. yeah. Or soldiers. Yeah, that, that's incredible looking, right? Yeah. That's an amazing thing. What was the idea behind that? Was it to protect someone in the afterlife? Was that the concept behind it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, no I think that was the, the general gist. Uh, another one, which is... I just, I just, sorry, can I just say, I, I just love the idea of someone tuning in to hear about the pre-season friendly and suddenly we've got onto the Mayans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is what you want. They've listened to the right pod then. This is what you want. Yeah. This is what you requested last week, you two. Uh, Jay, another travel-related one, says, I am, this Jay Reed. I'm currently doing a mini European tour of four cities, Berlin again, Budapest, Bratislava and Vienna. And Jay says, what's your favorite European city that you've been to and a valid story as to why? So um, taking uh, this is something we've kind of touched on before, like in that favorite place you visit, yeah, yeah. but but favorite European city and a specific reason why. Uh, again, uh, uh, Cam, did, did, do you have something to go with here straight away? I'll go with what I went before and it was Amsterdam. I just enjoyed the, uh, the laid back uh, culture. Um, very easy going. Um, it's nice to just walk around. There's a lot going on. You know, you can just sit at a cafe all day and just watch the world go by and it's just chilled. It was just a great place to be. So, I mean, I've been Budapest. Budapest is great. 
but not Pachon, Amsterdam. Uh, Prague, great for uh, architecture. Um, didn't do really night out in Prague, but the architecture there is, is really, really good. So if you're into that, then Prague's good. Helsinki the cathedral's amazing, isn't it? Sorry? The cathedral's amazing in, in Prague. Oh, stunning. Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. Something else. So, um, but yeah, uh, Helsinki, if you want parting, um, a place that's completely out there that nobody would ever think of is, uh, Helsinki. We did a stag weekend there with, uh, my best mate, the Dirty Mank, and, um, it was three brilliant nights. You wouldn't, you wouldn't afford to. Great place. Yeah. Left field shout for me on this one. I had a great time two years ago in Ghent. Uh, just, it's an incredible city. And we visited Bruges while I was there, which is. Dumb Bruges, we miss a bit. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's beyond beautiful, but it is. The cobbled street in Bruges are it's just. So, it's so gorgeous, but it's a theme yeah, park. Yeah, it is. It's not, a, it's not really a city, it's more of a theme park at this stage. Yeah. It's, it's, a bit much, too much chocolate in Bruges. <laughs> too much chocolate, yeah. Yeah. Chocolate and, 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 and uh, torture museums, I noticed, uh, are very common in, in things in, uh, in Belgium. Fair play to uh, Carl, you're a shout, European city. I'm going to cheat. I really, really, really like Edinburgh. I've always liked Edinburgh. I think it's just a lovely, lovely city. And it's really, really old fashioned and um, unspoiled. Well, apart from the bits by the docks now. And uh, I don't have a story related to it. I'll, I'll, I've got a name drop, but let's not go into that. Um, but yeah, I, I did a bit of work with Edinburgh a while ago, and that's really good. And I, I, I really like Paris. I know it's a bit of a cliche and it's an easy option, but it's, it's just brilliant. So I'm going to go back again soon. Yeah, Paris is great. Uh, Edinburgh is a great show too, I have to say. Uh, that's the first place I was ever away. Proper pubs, just proper pubs. Do you, do you, do you know, lads, I've such a sheltered existence. I did not get onto an aeroplane and go to a foreign country until I was 23. And Edinburgh was the place I went. And we went on this twin prop old plane, uh, which basically fired us around through turbulence. And I just thought, well, I just assumed that's what flying was like. So to be honest, ever since then, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll never be afraid in the plane because that was just, it should have been beyond traumatic, but I was, I was just too excited because I was actually on the plane. I thought that's part of it. Uh, but to get there and get Edinburgh at the end, yeah, that was, that's a nice city. That's, uh, yeah. that is a nice, nice city. Um, next. Have you seen what Drinkle's put? What's he put? No, I haven't. I've, I've come out of the chat box. All right. He, he thinks he went to, is it press? Eat. Yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, eat. yeah, but it wasn't really. He went to Bognor Regis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are very similar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hartlepool. He had a day out in Hartlepool. He gets confused, that boy. Lads, there's two fellas going past here on scrambler bikes, and it's oh, excellent. Yeah, it's it is, it, it, it 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 has echoes of that pod you did from from the car. <laughs> Do you remember the pod you did in the car park? And, 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 the, and the scooter gang came along. The scooter gang, yeah. <laughs> these these two are doing my fucking nodding. Do you hear that? Oh, hear yeah. That? yeah. Fucking assholes. Anyway, um, yeah, back to the question. Get your, get your shotgun out. <laughs> it's legal. It's game. Uh, Tame. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're lord of your manor. You know. 
I, I seriously, I will, I will have to go out and they go up and back once more. Uh, in uh, next one's from Anthony. Anthony says, "This is a very deep philosophical question. Um, will there ever be a boy who swims faster than a shark?" Hey, uh, I've been asked that on four different podcasts now. Um, <laughs> You this see, one's gone over my head completely. Oh, it's, it's, it's in the office. That's why. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's in the office when, uh, when, when um, what's his name? Tim. They're, they're eating their lunch in a little sort of breakaway room. And he says, you're probably thinking, I, I don't want to know how your mind works. You're probably thinking about it because of this, this amazing question. He went, no, I'm not thinking that at all. I'm thinking about, will there ever be a boy born who can outswim a shark? And then, then Tim just does that all of a hard. He looks at the camera and raises his eyebrows. Yeah. So uh, we, 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 we can't answer that because that's, um, Gareth Keenan's question. It, to, to be fair as well, I think when that question came out first, and when you probably asked it first on a podcast, it was a different world. And now we've got CRISPR and Gene. Yeah, that's true. And I think, I think there's every chance we're going to get a, a boy who can outswim a shark. Yeah, you get out from a shark. Maybe he already exists in some lab in China. Very, very different. To, very difficult to race a shark, though, in match conditions, in tournament oh, conditions. That's true. You, my neighbour's alarm has gone off. Bloody hell! I can hear that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shall I go and see if someone's broken in? One sec, lads. Sorry, Come on, Pancho. Sorry, this listen. is your chance. One sec. Get in there, Pancho. <laughs> Oh man, this is unreal! What what live crime? Uh, guys just said live crime watch. He's absolutely right. I really hope uh, Cam has to intervene in some sort of incident. That would that would be absolutely classic. Unfortunately, like not. An episode if, of Cops. No, it wasn't. It was just Uncle across the road messing around with his app on his phone, and he's oh, okay. he's activated his alarm. He switched it off now. All, all quite boring and suburban, great bar, Birmingham. Good lad, Uncle. Good lad. Uh, our next question uh, is from uh, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy says, if you could have the life of one movie character, who would it be? Oof. The life of one movie character. It's good, this, actually. That is that's a stunning question. Um, shall, shall I answer while you're, while you're uh, thinking? Yeah, go on. I would have the life of Thomas Crown in the Thomas Crown Affair. Because that guy has it made. Absolutely has it made. Wealth. Lovely ladies. So yeah, for me, that's the kind of playboy lifestyle that I think I'd like. Thomas Crown's. Uh, you've had I don't know who I'd want to be. Who you want to be? Um, can't remember the character name, but it's... Um from the film about a boy. Oh, Hugh Grant's character. Hugh Grant's character, just yeah. the guy who lives off the royalties, royalties of his dad. Yeah, uh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just basically a life of leisure with a with a, with a, a, a constant income. Yeah, not yeah. T- not too dissimilar from my show, except mine's a little bit more high end. But yeah, I like it. We both have gone for uh, this sort of uh, lounging around, S- and selfish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Selfish. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Carl, are you going to shake it up a bit, or have you gone for a... a, a He's going to go for the king from The King and I. Go on, be you. 
I'm going to go for John Hanna's character in Sliding Doors. Oh, Christ. Because within within 30 seconds, I'd say, no, love, you're not for me. And the film would end there. And there would be no film called Sliding Doors ever made. And life would be sweeter. Does it, I know how much you hate this film. Does it bother you that it is now a cultural phenomenon to say a yes, sl- it does. sliding doors moment? That must really stick yes. in the floor. Yeah. 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 And uh, under Cop Act 2020, this will no longer be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've already lost it's going it. Through, it's, go, it's going through the Senate as we speak. Ah. No, no. Uh, what's it called? Uh, executive order. I'll do an executive order. Sort the Senate. I don't want democracy getting involved. No, strike it from the record immediately, please, and have the people imprisoned. What happened to that state of emergency you called? About, you know, all the immigration coming to the wall and everything, or the wall that doesn't exist. Just suddenly all it depends. It depends whether sliding doors is a factor or not. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, obviously that takes And I'm going to get, and I'm going to get Gwyneth Paltrow to pay for it as well. Well, she's got money. She's got money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she's inflicted a severe scar on the psyche of the public by making that fucking film. Well, I do. I have to say, I do. Good job, not. By the way, everyone, I'm not the psyche of you. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. And I I am, I'm the barometer of good taste on this podcast. That's why I look at it. That is how you. That is how you look at it. Uh, the next question is from Graham, and Graham wants to know what's the best Bond theme song or artist. I'll go with artist, artist to, to to stretch it out a little bit. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds, are, you're going with a bit of Shirley Bassey. Um, what about you, Carl? Best Bond theme? I do. I do like the John Barry instrumental version version of uh, "You Only Live Twice." Which is a magnificent tune. Obviously, Robert Williams ripped it to shreds. Obviously, um, but I think can I have? It's not. It, it's an outro. It's a Bond outro, not the theme song. Uh, I'd go for "We Have All the Time in the World" by Louis Armstrong, which is one of the greatest songs ever written. I love that song so much. Yeah, I, I, I'll allow. It's related. I think that's good. And it's uh, a, and it's a, it's, a, it's a really somber ending to that film as well on Imagine Secret Service. Graham, Graham, who asked the question, mentions the Chris Cornell one, which is a good shout. You probably, I'd probably go that way myself in terms of the sound that I like, but probably in terms of classic, it would have to be one of the bassy ones, I think. Uh, what's what's the, the, the there's there's diamonds. What else does she do? She does at least three. Gold, gold, golden, gold finger, gold finger, gold finger. Yeah, of course. In again, remember, folks. Drinkle 2020 in the chat box. Drinkle 2020 has said all the Pierce Brosnan ones. He did actually write Pierce, did he? Also, correct couldn't help him there. Yeah, all the Pierce. Oh, he wrote Perth. He put Perth. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I do think that Pierce Brosnan. Uh, most of the ones that he did were like the likes of um, her that was married. Golden Eye. Who, who's her that was married to? Um, Cheryl Crow. Did she do one? I think she did one with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, probably. probably. I, I haven't watched them all now. I used to watch them as kids, but since it went modern, I guess I've not really watched them. Guy also wants the life of Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. Again, you're getting a feel, folks, here. <laughs> this is, this, this is, is our future, future, people. This is our future. Yeah. yeah. We've got we've got two, we've got two two questions left. Um, I'm sorry. Can I can I throw in also the man with the golden gun by Lulu, which I think is a great song. 
Good. He's got a he's got a powerful weapon. He charges a million a shot. It's a great lyric, that. Good show. We've got uh, sorry, it's three questions left. We've got two uh, two siblings, and uh, we'll start with Zara, who asked a very uh, uh, long question. I'm going to focus in on one part of it here. Um, Zara uh, with a long question. Oh, that's a surprise. Sorry, Zara. I love you really, honestly. I have completely butchered my copy and paste here. Completely butchered. It was. It starts off with a, a, a straight to DVD movie featuring the three of us, and then there's a question at the end about who would be. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Zara, I'm butchering this, but you just forgive me. Um, basically, if we were going to do some sort of a heist, right? This is the general gist of it. If we were going to do a heist, right, the three of us now, like the opposite of Pancho, if we were going to be criminals and do a heist, which of us would do which task? I mean, who would be the getaway driver? Who would be the 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 the, the, well, the that's obvious? Who would be the well, guy? That's obvious. Yeah. Well, I, what, is it obvious? Would you be the get, getaway driver? Because you, like, I mean, is that a bit predictable? Well, no, because beautiful. I'm probably most suited for that role. You're, yeah. Well, you're you're suited to. That's drive. where my skill set is, isn't it? Dude, you're suited to drive people around in a sedate manner. I don't know if you're. <laughs> well, that's what you want. You want us to get away safely. I don't want to be. I drunk. don't want to hurt you, now, do I? I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got loot. You know, I've just stuck a place. So in fine cruise control on the motorway at seventy. Nobody's going to bat an eyelid at us. <sighs> I, I, I like the idea of us coming out of the bank with our masks on and you're you're checking the oil level. <laughs> <laughs> and then Give the time pressure. Just, just <laughs> yeah, can't say. There's, there's there's some bubbly in the back there, lads. Uh, some strawberries. Just you know, make yourselves at home. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put the loot away. You just sit in. I'll put the loot away in the in the. Yeah, yeah, just leave it on the side there. Yeah. While I just just finish the tires. Yeah. Water level and newer level. Yeah, all good. Uh, indicators are working. Brake lights are working. Yeah. If, beam, if we come beam. out of that bank and you're you're there with a miniature Hoover in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and of course we'll be in the Beaufort, so we can't go over twenty miles an hour. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's it, we've only really decided on one role here, but it, it, it's turned. It's it's taken on a life of its own. Uh, two two last questions. First, first. Wait, 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 wait. What are your roles? You haven't answered that yet. So I'm the. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the. I'm doing the safe. You're I'm doing the safe. safe. I'd be the shouty. Yeah. I'd be the shouty crowd control guy. I'd be the guy. Yeah. So, be, so Drinkle's the uh, the man behind the scenes who organised it all. Absolutely. He's walking around. He's walking around in a suit by a by a payphone, waiting for the call to come in. With his big Les Grossman forearms, uh, getting yeah. pissed off that the job hasn't been done on time. He's going to be pretty sweaty, I think. He's definitely smoking as well. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm punching a Yorkshire pudding. I'll walk straight in and punch <laughs> the manager in the face. Uh, you get, that's what you do, right? You punch someone in the face. Yeah. Uh, you get shouty, and meanwhile you'll be off doing the save, Carl. We've got this. It's sorted. We've got this. Yeah. Uh, our, our last two questions then are first uh, from A. If you were an artist, what medium would you use? I do like this. I would love if I could, if I was artistic to work in oils because I've just listened to an incredible podcast about Caravaggio. What a character he was. Uh, so yeah, I would love to work with oil paints. My brother does it, and it's amazing to me what you can do with that. Carl, if you were an artist, what medium would you choose to work in? 
Uh, probably the same. I'm a big fan of Turner. I do like Turner a lot. The, 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 the lad can knock out a Sky. Don't give him that. <laughs> his, 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 his Sky game really was quite strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd go for something like that. Excellent. Uh, and Cam, if you were going to be an artist, what medium would you work in? Um, I think I'd be like Picasso and it'd be very weird. I can see that. Although I think you'd be yeah. more, I think you'd be more of a Tracy Eamon modern art. Here's my bed. Uh, <laughs> here's my unmade bed. It's art. Honestly. I tell you what, another shout out for Amsterdam. The Van Gogh Museum is, is amazing. See, it's all linking up here, folks. This yeah. is available. Uh, I love this last question from Liz as well that finishes off. At what stage of space exploration would you be willing to participate? For example, would you be the first person on Mars or would you wait until the colonies are established and so on? Uh, it looks like it's a thing that's um, going to be maybe a little bit sooner in the future than people um, had expected. Space exploration. Is it a thing you'd get interested in? Is it a thing you could sign up for? I often joke about wanting to leave this planet, but I'm not sure if I'd actually do it in the end. Uh, Cam Branch, if you were to get involved in space exploration, would you like to be at the Vanguard? Would you like to be one of the first people out there, or would you uh, be a bit more, I'll wait and see how that pans out, thanks. Yeah, I'll wait and see. Um, wait and see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, want it, I want it comfortable and ready for me. Um, I want... I want a nice bed. Um, I want my uh, I want my TV set up. I want to make sure all the football's available. Um, <laughs> I want I want a good I want a good Wi-Fi connection. So that fiber optic link better be good, and it better be super fast. So uh, the essentials are, are very crucial. I need a good supply of coffee. So um, I don't think you've really. Um Embraced the space exploration yeah. side of, of the question. I'm, I'm, I'm oh no, well, that's why I'm waiting. I'm yeah, not going to explore your name just yet. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm yeah. not a Sir Ralph Fiennes sort of level person yet. Then, so you're, you're not going to go to the Antarctic unless Wi-Fi is being put up there. Too right. Yeah. <laughs> WhatsApp, Twitter, Insta. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi has been put up there. A massive underground basis. Oh yeah. Yeah, I might have to, might have to put that on the bucket list then. Yeah. In that, in that case, I find it quite acceptable. I might go there one day. Jesus Christ. Uh, Carl, uh, this, I'll go tomorrow. Same question to you. Could you see yourself being at the Vanguard Space Exploration if it was an option yeah, I, for, for, I go for now. A, a man of a certain age to be allowed to go out into the stars? Would you sign up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To be able to see Mars from a ship. Because uh, Mars is quite easy to see in a telescope, and it's a naked eye object anyway. But um, to be to be able to see the poles at the same time would be something. And I've just watched The Martian, which I thought was pretty good actually. Yeah, it's not bad film actually. Yeah, quite good. Even though even though Matt Damon's in it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd go. It's all I'd about go to potatoes, Mars, isn't it? Good potatoes. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. So I can't eat them though; they're carbs, aren't they? So. That's yeah, that's true. Say. If you got if you got trapped on Mars, you'd have to basically build licorice or something. How? Right. When, I, when I say build, I mean grow. How self, grow licorice? Self, I don't know. Self obsessed can one man be, Bridge? You know, you, well, not, not, as much as me. Yeah, like seriously. Not only are you waiting for me and Carl to go out there and build a fucking thing for you, <laughs> we're still talking about your carbs. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I've got to think of me else. 
Yeah. I mean, Drinkle's going to kill me with his Yorkshire puddings and Toby Carver. Yeah. So I need to build up to that. And either I leave this planet and go and live in Mars now, but please make sure to get away from the, the carbs. That's what it's coming down to, isn't it? Now? Yeah. And I mean, also, uh, uh, what about Just Eat? You'd have to wait for a Just Eat franchise to be, to be put there. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Major. Yeah, yeah. We need deliveries, don't we? Uh, yeah. Guys, but we're, we're going to invade Mars. It's not really an invasion if there's no one else there. <laughs> well, you'll be there. Danny will be. Yeah, there. you can't invade me. Let's not try and invade me. You're also you're also making the assumption that you know there isn't a population to invade on Mars. We don't know that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so- we do. <laughs> yeah, we really do. <laughs> there is no life on Mars. There might be some amino acids, but yeah. not what you would call life. And anyway, well, if having the there pioneers, might be water on Mars, Mars it, it, there isn't. No, there, there has is. been water on Mars, but because the atmosphere is so weak, there isn't. There has been water on Mars, yeah, but there's no atmosphere. That's why you know in the film The Martian, where the reason he gets trapped is because there's a sudden storm and he gets trapped, and they think he's dead. Um, there's no atmosphere for you to have a storm on there. That's the only problem with the film. And they asked, they didn't ask my, my views on that when that came out. But also, forget the word Mars. If I'm first out there, welcome to the planet Kopak. Jesus Christ. You can't change the name of Mars. We thought Drink was believe I can. No, no, no. It's, it, it's planet Rover. Rover beat you. That's true, yeah. Well, the, strictly speaking, the Viking spaceship of 1975, I want to say, I got there first. I see. See, you don't get this. You don't get this with any other podcast. You really don't. This is planet, planetology we're talking here. That's what we really need to finish up. Uh, our last thoughts then from Baldwin before we go. Uh, okay, Mr. Kopak, what is your final um, thought for the day? Have you got something you're promoting this week? Not promoting, but um, I'm off next week. Um, and unless you're in Whitechapel on Saturday night then you want to hear a me interview a man called Steve Loma about the Bookshire murder of 1888 but um, uh, I'm going to do my second of my recommendations uh, and, and, and what this week I'd like to talk about um, the TV series Police Squad from the mid 1970s which was the uh, which is when the Naked Gun films came out um, so I'm not sure everyone I think people remember the Naked Gun films but don't realise that it was based on a TV series which ran for I think two series, uh, with Leslie Nielsen as Frank Drebin, uh, and it was, um, Naked Gun is fantastic, but, uh, the police series are just amazing, just r- ridiculously witty. Very, very funny things. Um, have a look at, they're all on YouTube as well. Go and have a look if you've never heard them before. They're so funny. It's untrue. It's tremendous writing, uh, and loads of good visual gags in every, every single episode. It's, it's really, yeah, yeah, again, I, I, I'd echo that. They are just tremendous. I just well, go- my, my favorite line in the Naked Gun film, I'm sorry, the, 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 my favorite line in the Naked Gun film is when, um, uh, when Drebin's talking, when, when, um, Frank says to him, um, uh, is that, did, did you ever, you ever live with him? I said, yeah, I live with that, um, I live with that male gymnast. Um, yeah, true. He was six foot four and built muscles, but you know, he had a mind as well. Then he ran off and married this woman and he just very, very quietly just says, never cared for her. And like, you know, just in his own little revelry where he just stirs off on his own. 
And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, Frank, do you want to come back to solve the murder now, please? Yeah. He his head with him. It's, it's, it's a beautiful performance. It really is. Yeah, underrated that man. Um, what about yourself, Cam? Any any final thoughts? Uh, oh, uh, you, you did say you've got a kind of mic drop moment here for us, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a mic drop moment, but um, I will not be commenting on my last thought. Uh, so there's two thoughts. Firstly, um, just a quick one. Shout out to Adam Patricioni. Did butcher your name this time? I'm proud of myself. Um, he just written- <laughs> that's why he's doing it. <laughs> I've been practicing. Um, he's just written an article about trademark Liverpool, which obviously we were discussing last week and how half the Premier League clubs in this country have trademarked the, the names of where they are. For example, Everton. So, um, and there's no uproar there, but you know, who cares about Everton? Um, and secondly, right, this is my finishing little bit. Assassinic adjective formal. Assassinic remarks are harsh and bitter. Yeah. Well, we won't comment on it because you didn't want to comment on it. We'll just leave it hang there. Um, in sort of very enigmatic fashion and quietly bring the show to a close. This has been the Anfield Index podcast. We have enjoyed this chat. Next week is going to be all about football again. Not next week, the week after next. When I come back from Berlin Tourism and Carl's back from Berlin. It's going to be all about football again. So, you know, you should probably replay this one a few times because we won't get a chance to do this kind of crack uh, for at least a couple of months. If you have enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Spread the word. We can warn them that the next one will be a bit different. It will be all football because the Reds will have played the first game of the season, I will be looking forward to the second one. Until then, I've been Trev Danny, and we will speak to you again soon. And until we do, be kind to your fellow Reds, and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.